One, two, three, clap. I said clap out loud like an idiot. <laughs> you are so odd. Welcome to episode four of the Oddville Review. Uh, we have a special guest today of nobody. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Wisdom bales. Yeah, a couple bales. We didn't. Tr- it's not like we didn't try though. Yeah, but that's all right though, because I mean it's episode four and we haven't really talked about what we want to do, so we should probably figure out who. Well, this look episode- at that foam though. Yes, like- I know it's the perfect pour. This episode gives us the perfect opportunity to introduce a new team member to the Oddville Review, the oddest of the odd. Thank you. Mr. Ben Anderson, who knows way more about all this stuff than, than I do. Welcome, so Ben. So it helps out. It already looks yeah. a lot better it just does. having him here. It does. You hit record, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> It's like, was I supposed to? What are you looking at me for? No. <laughs> but it is nice. Yeah. So ben, ben plays bass with me in the Slamming Doors, and he's been part of He He kind of... Him and I are a team on almost all the creative endeavors we do, so it only makes sense to have you here. I just n- yeah. didn't want to ask you because you're always busy. This this whole you had two other guests lined up is just a ploy to have me here. Yeah, me I, here. I know. I was like, oh, we got Ben, we got a guest. This is going to be the best <laughs> yeah. one. And then we got bailed on by two people, and I don't even want to say who they are, Corey Geis from the podcaster, but <laughs> specifically, but we'll th- leave the other one unnamed. Yeah. So. At least at least he bailed all day. Corey said yes like 10 minutes yeah, ago yeah, and then was true, like, yeah. nah. Yeah, I can't get mad at him. I think it's because we video and he didn't want to put any clothes on. <laughs> He's probably at home watching a Costner movie naked on the couch. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> I'm researching. This is how I watch Costner uh, naked. Especially Waterworld. <laughs> especially Waterworld. I wanted to get him on, though, to just because uh, I wanted you to, I wanted you to uh, guilt trip him about not having you on. For the bodyguard episode. Yeah. I've only got two Costner movies that I could relate to. Or not not that I relate to, because I can't relate to Mr. Brooks. <laughs> but there's only two Costner movies that I truly, truly dig. And yeah. the bodyguard, I missed it. Corey, I'm so pissed. I'm not that pissed, is... I'm disappointed. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, that's harsh. I mean, I had a lot to offer. It's okay, though. That was the greatest walk back ever. So, I mean, I don't relate to a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, if you guys thought I did. You know, I mean, just to clarify. I'm not a sociopath. I'm not a sociopath. (laughs) I have feelings. Well, first impressions are different, but we'll get through it. Uh, What else is new? You said you were writing a bunch? Been working on your book? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I've been, um, I've been really trying to gain some balance between, like, my job that I use to eat with. And yeah, yeah. like the job that I want to be doing. So, and a little bit of social life. And then I got to spend some time getting weird too. So like, yeah, I don't know. It's one feeds the other. Yeah. We're, uh, we're a good busy right now, but it's, it's, it's an awesome experience getting to this point. I've been at it like three years now and yeah. I feel like I'm just figuring out how to be a writer. Let me know when you figure it out. I, yeah. you got me 
great the other night when I asked you to come out. I can't remember what we were doing. I was like, oh, we're going to go, whatever. It was something. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to stay in and write tonight. Like, yeah. Son of a bitch. I felt so good about myself for doing that. <laughs> I that's know. probably like the first time I've ever done that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I Use your creativity in. to get out of a night with Adam. Yeah. <laughs> nice. no, I should have stayed in yeah. and wrote. <laughs> no, well, I'm an we, idiot. Well, we did. It was kind of garbage time, though, because yeah. we had a podcast or we planned to do a podcast, but we didn't line anybody up for it. Mm. And so it's like, hey, you just want to go to Ben's and get schwasty? <laughs> I do. Yes, I but, do. But I shouldn't. Yeah. I yeah. gotta think about tomorrow, John. That's one thing, Ben, is the last few episodes we've done, we've taken the guest out afterwards to a bar and then bought a couple beers. So I guess you could be the guest this okay. time. Okay, yeah, yeah. great. Beers. Sounds great. <laughs> couple beers for him. That's it. Yep. The ATM is closed after a couple. <laughs> <laughs> we had one guest that was ready to drink them all up. Art. <laughs> no. Like, how much do you got? Art disappeared yeah. on us. We took Art out afterwards. Art Tuttle, he was our first guest, and and I he just kind of he was there for drinks, and then he just we don't know what happened to him. He vanished. He might have gotten <laughs> yeah. kidnapped. I haven't talked to him since. Oh no, there was a big van. Yeah, that could happen. Our guests always leave before we do. Yeah, that's funny. You yeah. and I end up closing the place right. down. It's so funny. We're like, we're here with our guests, right? Oh, they must have went home three oh. hours ago. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember where Beaver went, and Brittany Lynn had grown-up stuff to do in the morning. Yeah, she had, yeah, she's a grown-up. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you do hours. stuff and stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's nah, been fun, though. <laughs> but it's nice. It, it be, this is a nice opportunity to not focus on the guests and focus yeah. on us. Because when I focus on me with the guests, like you were saying, you were saying the same thing. I feel bad. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just wanna, I just wanna be that guy that has a. I just wanna be that topper that has a story related to everything you say. The it's one like, upper. Yep. It's like, oh, I did that too. Except it was more awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that three times. I've climbed Everest three times. <laughs> oh, you did twice. That's cute. <laughs> Do you remember that Kristen Wiig skit from Saturday Night Live? She was, she was the one upper. No. She would just kind of like, Kristen Wiig is so fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. She would just kind of like linger around and just like, ah, if I can remember one, it's like an apartment building meeting or something. Yeah. And somebody was talking about their cat died. And it's like, oh, I had a cat too and it died before yours. I was much closer to my cat than you. <laughs> it's like, I went to the moon last week. I ate some cheese. <laughs> No, I haven't seen it. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> are you are you one of those guys that SNL isn't like it used to be? Oh, it ever since Chevy left. Ever since Chevy. <laughs> yeah. More of a Mad TV right. guy. <laughs> so I really liked Mad TV, actually. I was really big on a Mad TV. But, no, SNL was great. It, you know what? I think it's everybody thinks that their generation's SNL was the best that's generation. It. Yeah, that's you exactly know? it. Because our generation was like... That uh, Adam Sandler, or at least I think it was, maybe. Maybe it was a little bit later. The Will Ferrell era, maybe. I don't know. There was that weird, that weird, like, world where it was, like, no one I knew. And then yeah. it was, like, Will, Will Ferrell. And then, uh, what's that? Oh, I can't think of any of their names. They had, there was uh, Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, like. Uh, what's the what's the woman that they did the, Molly. Uh, Mo Molly Shannon. Yes. And she was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great era, man. And, like, all those guys just, like, fucking blew up. But yeah. 
but the Sandler era people, the fans of the the fans of that era were saying that, that era was, was garbage. Era. Well, like, oh really? Well, no, like the Sandler era would be like the Will Ferrell yes, era was garbage. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, like what? I think the new one sucks. Right. But there's some really talented people on there. The guy from uh, Keenan and Kel or whatever. Um, Keenan. Keenan. Is that his name? Keenan. Yeah. I couldn't think of which one he was. <laughs> yeah. The good burger. Good. Good, good burger. burger. Good, good burger guys. <laughs> but he's been like in sketch comedy since he. I remember being born. Yeah. yeah. For like a, I used to watch all that on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Yeah, you remember the he would be speaking French in the bathtub? Yeah. Uh, everyday French with Pierre Escargot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Pierre Escargot. Ooh, that was one of my first... The, all that soundtrack was one of my first ever CDs. Nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Like the one that I was actually like allowed to have. That's other th- good. Other than that, it was like the score from the Fugees. And... That was a great album. And Shaq's though. album. Shaq had an album? <laughs> yeah. I must have missed that. Shaq. Did you ever know that? He did more than that Aaron Carter song that he wasn't <laughs> even in. Shaq oh, Diesel. Yeah, like Shaq. Shaq Diesel. Oh my gosh. How did I miss that? Must have been one of my blackouts. Yeah. Could have been. Shaq. Yeah. Shaq did an album. Wow. But that Fuji's the score. Like that, that was, was such a, a great nice. album. I, yeah, I think I was in sixth grade when that came out. That was like Oh, that was Lauren Lauren Hill. And then she did yeah. Sister Act Two. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. She was killing it. She could use. Well, she did. She did a new song like maybe like a year or two ago, but she could use a new album. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill was a fucking dope track yeah. too. Yeah, I haven't listened to that in a long time. I got really into that. Um, Wyclef John. Remember, Wyclef John was great, but then he screwed Haiti over. Yeah, some kind of. Some yeah. kind of like charity scam. Yeah, it was a charity he grifted scam. Grifted him. I was like, ah oh, man, I, sh- I shouldn't listen to him anymore. Had to cancel Y Club. I had to cancel Y Club. Someone call nine one one. Be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. <laughs> well, he's been gone a lot longer than that. Yeah, right. I haven't seen him in ages. Dude, did you see the Haitian president getting assassinated? By the time this comes out, this will be like four weeks old, three weeks old. So this probably isn't topical at all. But holy shit! Yeah. It'll be a new cast of SNL right. by the time this comes out. <laughs> Dude, there's no. like some Rainbow Six, like crazy under siege stuff going on. And, yep. Yeah, they were posing as U.S. Uh, DEA agents. Really? Yeah, it's oh. crazy what's going on in Haiti right now. Sad, man. I gotta fucking watch the news more. Mm. Eh. Just I've in been... my, I'm just in my own cartoonish world I don't trust the news man I, I don't trust hardly any of the news oh uh, yeah I've been listening to breaking parts or breaking points um, breaking points breaking points is a thing that was. it used to be the hill the people from the hill Crystal and Sagar they're awesome they're awesome but they, they took a risk and went on their own to like start their own channel news channel and it's phenomenal unbiased but like well yeah. really well opinionated pieces yeah so I guess there is bias on the opinionated pieces, but it's unbiased delivery of the information. So it's they both are kind of opposing views. So it's really great actually hearing them. It's tough to find any news that doesn't like have an agenda. Yeah, everybody's 100%. everybody's trying to eat. Everybody needs ratings, and you got to scare people to get those ratings. I guess. Well, when you have the richest people in the world own the news, like the Jeff Bezos thing. Look at how the news is just eating up Jeff Bezos going to space. Mm-hmm. And they're like, this is such an, a beautiful moment. He wants to take his brother to space. And all we're doing is like normalizing the huge discrepancy between the ultra rich and just yeah. everybody. We're like making it okay yeah. that this guy is spending billions of dollars 
to go to fucking space. U.S. like U.S. money, federal money, we're giving him grants and everything. People for said him to the same thing space. about the first airplane ride. Was it federal money that was given to them? It was all private. That's what I'm saying. He's getting federal money. Ah, I didn't know that. He's getting federal money, like subsidies from the U.S. government, like ten. I think it was like ten million dollars. Why does he need them? Yeah. They're just best friends. He has more money than the government. Yeah, exactly. But hey, if they're gonna get, if they're gonna say here, here's some money, and you're in a you you and your buddy are in the back room of some strip club, you know, like hey, I'd love a subsidy. Okay, okay buddy, here's a subsidy. <laughs> here's a subsidy. Yeah, and then then they film it on the news, like look how amazing this is, and he's asking his brother to go to space with him. Like this is a touching moment. I just think it would be. What does a human sound like again? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it would be a very touching moment calibrate to share art. this with my brother. Yes, calibrate emotion. <laughs> Speaking of sociopaths. I just think it's bullshit. And we're paying taxes on this. And then the news is just like acting like this is a normal thing. It's so ridiculous. It's crazy. I don't know. Right. What do I know? Let me get off my soapbox. Anyways. <laughs> I like you up on your soapbox. Yeah. You look good and then that. here's the thing. No. <laughs> Let me tell, tell you, you about Taco Bell. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't really know enough, I guess. Yeah. True. I really... Did you just agree? It's like, true, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> he knows a lot. That's true. Like, he's just, like, above, like, the level of conversation that we're having. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to sully myself <laughs> with that. Yeah. I'm going to cut... Yeah. We're going to cut to that GoPro of him just pouring yeah. beer. Like, yeah, true. The guy, he's supposed <laughs> to be monitoring all the equipment. Right. No, we're still we're still rolling. Okay. Like, I don't argue with fools. People from a distance can't tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Fellow humans. <laughs> Jesus. What else is new, man? Anything? Um, anything just, in your life? I wish there was. I wish there was more new. Just yeah, been like just writing working. and going on adventures, working a lot. Can't yeah. wait to. Can't wait to be done working. I can't Shit. wait to be done working. working. At least for a little while. Yeah, if that happens. Well, you're going to Florida soon, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to Florida for a couple days for that bachelor party, but yes, mid after that wedding, actually, like I'm gonna take off again. Are you? Yeah, bouncing. I'm bouncing. I'm going to New Mexico. Good lord! Should I close this window? Are the kids getting in the mics? Is that what that These is? These goddamn. I hear kids, and I, does anyone else hear country music in their left ear? I kind of always do. Yeah. <laughs> that's just me. That's my resting. That's state. my conscience. That's Dolly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Dolly. the DP baby. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to close it. It's too hot up here to close that. Yeah. Uh, we just put out our our album on Spotify. Yeah. Ooh. We just put Brown Bears is now available to stream on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and all the Jeff Bezos. Thank you so much for allowing us a platform to uh, put our music on for the point zero zero six cents a stream. Appreciate that. It only takes five hundred thousand streams for us to even probably come close to even for what we spent over the long run of all this. Probably three grand. You know, if you think yeah. about all what what it's after pressing it and everything, it's going to be. We'll never make it. Back. And that's low because we did a lot of it ourselves. That's very low. Yeah. So most artists pay a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we put and what honestly we put a bunch of money into the studio. So yeah, instead of putting it into somebody else's studio, we just put it into ours. Right. But but uh, we put that out, which it's a great album. I'm really proud of it. My mom listened to it. Yeah. What did she say? And so she texted me the other day, two days ago, whenever it came out. Yesterday, yeah. whenever it came out, she goes, "Um, is are you are these songs about your ex?" I was like, "What? What ex?" 
Well, I don't want to say because there's one ex I have that my parents really hate, <laughs> and they're I'm sure she's just like, oh God, I hope he's not still broken up about his ex. Right. He's like, oh, that was nice of the motorcycle gang outside. Good timing. That's yeah. the lona, uh, the lone wolves. <laughs> you can't pluralize lone. <laughs> the <What>? lone rangers. <laughs> I knew. I knew. Uh, I knew a. Uh, when I lived in Sydney, there was this biker gang called the Lone Wolves. And I always thought of that. And they would go and I worked. And this is about as cliche as it gets. I worked at this bar called the Royal Hotel Ride. And I would go and I was the young idiot there. And they put me on a barbecue grill out front, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would barbecue like uh, kebabs, chicken kebabs, shrimp kebabs, all the steak sandwiches, all this stuff. And I would just sell them on the street, like a street vendor right in front of the bar. Just and these it. lone wolves, dude, they would come in all the time. And this one guy was so drunk. And the, uh, at the time, the Australian dollar was uh, one and two dollars were coins. So it was like a two dollar coin. Mm-hmm. He would just like flip a coin on the grill, pick up a kebab, walk away. <laughs> Always doing this. And it pissed me off one time. And this might, I am a sinner. But, <laughs> Confess. But, but uh, we are in confession. Hey, without sin, Jesus died for nothing. But <laughs> don't let it go in vain. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I saw them coming and I immediately took the chicken down and I put raw chicken on the grill and he, the same thing, drunk as hell threw a $2 coin on the grill, picked one up and carried on down the road, eating a raw chicken kebab. Nice. I was like, that's what you get. You some, did you ever see him again? He, did he, oh, he died. He died later. From food <laughs> yeah, that he, day. Oh, he's dead. No, I, I saw him again. I yeah. just always felt like, uh, I made you eat raw chicken. You piece of shit. <laughs> Hate you. Yeah. I put my nuts on your kebab. <laughs> I put them on all of the kebabs, just in case. Just to make sure. Right. Sorry, everybody else. All, all the innocent civilians. He did, ball, he did this to you. <laughs> this the, is not me. This is the lone wolf. The lone wolf did this to you. can't pluralize lone. It was that lone wolf. <laughs> God, it was funny. There was some crazy times in that place, man. I, I don't know. But anyways, oh yeah, going back to my mom. Sorry, yeah, tangent. But, uh. She was, well, the song is about your wedding day. And then I heard the next song after that, Walls. And I said, well, you know, it's not about my wedding day. That's like an example of, it's not about that in the song. But it was just making me think like all the crazy heartbreak that, you know, like the worst heartbreaks I've been through. And like, I don't know. I was just thinking about heartbreak and all the stupid shit we do. Like even writing a song about heartbreak is kind of like a, Oh, poor me thing. Yeah. I'm so sad. Yeah. And I was just thinking about all the girlfriends. And I remember this one time it came into, I forgot about and I was when I was in Seattle and it was the first girl I was really, really in love with. I just, my like first real girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, we moved to Seattle together and I introduced her to this friend of mine who worked at Target with me and he was from Minnesota, that son of a bitch. And he moved in on my girl, man. He swooped in on He you. swooped in and got her. And then, uh. I caught him kissing on the porch. Oh, that's and fucked up. I was so distraught and I was just like mopey and I was walking around the the neighborhood just like it's raining in Seattle, you know. I'm like just a dumb idiot kid. <laughs> just and kicking just puddles. So sad and all of a sudden these uh like uh, these Mexican game members. I must have walked through like their backyard because I was in this I was in a pretty shitty area of town where I lived. They like popped out of some bushes, like, What are you doing, man? <laughs> like thinking I was like cro- encroaching this- on their thing, yeah. Don't come around here looking so sad, Holmes. <laughs> but I do. But they were like, "What are you doing, man? You shouldn't be creeping around, man." And I don't want to do the accent, but because yeah. I sound like an idiot Good, doing I it. Did it. But yeah. it's a uh, you shouldn't be creeping around. I was like, my girlfriend. I just broke up with my girlfriend. <laughs> oh man, 
That's the least hard thing you can do in that situation. I know, I know but they were so cool. They I'm were so like, sad, oh. you guys. They were so- oh, I get it. <laughs> I get it home. <laughs> they were so cool. They're like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, man." I've had a treat to her- break my heart. Too. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. And I sat and talked with them for probably thirty minutes. And then your ex girlfriend walked in with one <laughs> member of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the this is the girl you were talking about. <laughs> but I probably this sucked with them for a long time. They were so cool. I was like, "Thanks, guys. This really means a lot." And you're like, "All right, you know, have a good night, man." I was like, "All right, you guys too, man." <laughs> Who, fucking life is amazing everything happens exactly how it should oh it anyway what about That's, you man what's i know you've been through some heartbreaks <laughs> i've been you breaking some hearts oh man i'm breaking hearts and smoking darts most of the time <laughs> but no i've had i've had tons of heartbreak and yeah. that's why i'm like so happy now me too yeah you just like, let it go. Yeah. Like, people have asked me, like, oh, why don't you have a girlfriend? It's like, I don't know, man. I'm too happy to be in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want that <laughs> why would I? Me. Why would I change it? Like, I'm like 98%. I 98% love myself. There's still about 2, 2.2% of myself that I hate. Mm. There are that. I could, that could use some correcting. But, like, that just keeps you going. That's good to access that every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. If you're yeah. at 100%, yeah. why? Yeah. But, um... No, I did. I used to, man. I used to be a weak dude. <laughs> oh, we all are. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> Mute his mic. <laughs> oh, why did we bring him? Yeah. Thanks for the extra yeah. camera angle. Yeah. <laughs> no, go on. I want to hear about your weakness. Oh, um. Well, I won't. I won't say any names oh, or no, anything because, no, no, like, no. we're not going to tell tales outside of no, school or anything. No, no names. But. I let a girl go to a couples therapy session with her ex-boyfriend Oof. while we were dating. Ooh. Hmm. That's C- nice of you. Yeah. Super, super fucking nice of me. Uh, I don't know what to think about that. Because that speaks so much about you. Is just like, yeah, go ahead. It's like, Figure well, it out. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. At, this, at one point, you kind of want to be like, I don't know. You want to be the, you want to be the good guy. Yeah. You don't want, you also like don't want her to go back to her toxic ex that she talks about all the time. But like in retrospect, maybe you should have just like let her do it and they just peaced out at that point. Well, that would but, be the right move. Yeah. Just to be like, you the have to love move. somebody to where they're like, they're free to come and go. Yeah. You can't be like, love somebody like you right. own them. It's like, I can't make you not, I can't, yeah. I'm not saying, no, you can't go. I should have just. Like left instead of like, <laughs> well, I'm still yours whenever yeah. you need me. And it's like I also like maybe a little ego and pride. It's like, well, I can't let this other guy win. Oh, I yeah. get that. Yeah. Damn. For real. So like trying not to be cucked, I got like extra cucked. <sighs> yeah, that's funny. Did you... but she, she? I got her. I got her back though. <laughs> you should have went. Oh god. <laughs> you should have went you with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the three of you let on the me couch. listen. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. What? Do, One wanna, condition. Yeah, right. You can go. But I'm the fly in the wall. <laughs> Just sitting, this, sitting next to him on the yes. side. Like, he makes a great point. This has to. You be don't like, listen. <laughs> I, I try to tell her that all the time. It's like I don't know. I think he's right. <laughs> I'm starting to see it from his point of view. Oh damn. No, that's smart. But I don't know. I'd have to sit and think about it. When I'm writing, when I'm writing some love songs, it just but like that's I think that's a good place for it to where you can use it 
for your art and inspiration, but it's not like, like yeah. you said, like those songs, like you're not heartbroken about any exes. No, 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 no. But you can still use that and somebody might, somebody might be able to relate to that. A hundred percent. You use, you use pieces of it, even in story sense. Like a lot of the songs I write anymore are kind of like more through the eyes of a character. But you still use your, just like writing a yeah. book, you still use the things that happen to yeah. you, the pain. I mean, and it gives you more, it gives you kind of more freedom and like it gives the listener or the reader more freedom and more liberty to just kind of relate to that character. 100% in their and own way. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not a real person. You don't have to, I don't yeah. know, you don't have to humanize right. the writer. You can just forget if it's good enough, you just focus on the character. Yeah. And, 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 and or the ambiguousness yeah. is it actually speaks louder i think when you learn like if you're less detailed about a heartbreak or something like that yeah. it speaks louder because then they take their psyche and put it in there what happens to them and put yeah. it in there you know it's interesting man the human mind best songwriters in the world have written songs that have very little lyrics and very little yeah. context in their lyrics yeah you know i don't know look at tom petty's song if you break down we did walls which is mm -hmm. a tom petty tune if you break down all the lyrics there's not really a lot going on there. You insert your life into those lyrics. It's yeah. pretty pretty amazing. Everybody sees a different picture in their head when they hear it. But they see a picture. Yeah, and that's the point. Yeah. It made you feel something. Like that's all that's all art is. Yeah. Reflection of self. Yeah. Everything is a freaking mirror. Art's just some old guy living next to me in Quincy, Illinois. <laughs> Fuck art. <laughs> <laughs> Art's just our first guest. <laughs> um, we're going to bring him yeah. up in every episode. Yeah, we have to. Oh, that's funny, man. Uh, how's your book going? You plugging away? Great. You great. I just, so I uh, I hated it. The, la the last probably third of it, I hated it. I scrapped probably almost 20,000 words. Really? I hated where it went. I just scrapped it. It was like, there was a there was a point in the book where it went one way, and I knew I was kind of fighting against myself knowing that it wasn't the right choice to make, but I kept writing it because I just wanted to be done with the book. Yeah. And I took some time away from it, and I figured out what I hated, and I just deleted it. Done. I didn't keep a thing. You didn't You didn't archive any of it? Nothing. It's done. Because oh. you know what? If if I would have kept it, I would have been lazy and used it, and I hated where it went. And I, I knew the mm. ending, how I, wanted, how I want the book to end, but how they got there, I hated it. So I, I do know how to... Re I'll just rewrite the ending how I want it to end. It was, yeah. It'll be very similar. But I realized it'll there was... It'll be the same thing. And I don't want to spoil... It. Yeah, I know. Like, word for word. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> but uh, I, I realized what the ending needed. And there's this moment where the, there's... I don't want to give too much away, but a baseball. I needed a baseball in the movie. You wrote yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Uh, essentially. <laughs> okay. Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. It's the sequel. Okay. No, but I needed that, man. And I feel like so good. And I felt like that was the craziest thing ever. I was like, should I just delete it? Fuck it. Boom. And I like hit the button before I could overthink it. That takes some balls. It yeah. did. That and takes it takes some cojones. But I'm going to tell you what, it felt amazing. It felt amazing. So I'm back in it. I'm back in the trenches of it. But I know where it's going now. And I feel really good about it. Thank God. Because I was so upset with how it went. I felt like I was questioning everything. Like, yeah. am I even good at this am i even a writer right. like what am i even doing who do you think you are i'm just gonna lay on the couch <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I have there's the two dirty plates in there i could go wash instead of writing yep. right now i need to do something else i need to volunteer yeah. more <laughs> <laughs> maybe i should start dating more yeah. you know right i think i'm ready to get out there that's 
Oh, I use that. I use that one a lot. It's like, what are you doing, man? You gotta live. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. that's great. So man. I can find another excuse not to write. <laughs> gotta pay attention to this relationship. Oh, I would have if I didn't uh, get married. I yeah. sacrificed my dreams for love. Yeah, you know. I guess I'm just a romantic that, martyr. That's how I put it. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's married with a beautiful little daughter hanging around. Yeah, she's amazing. How old's your little girl? Two. Two. Yeah. Uh, Another reason funny. I feel bad asking her to do all this stuff. Oh, but, you yeah. know, I could just be spending time with my daughter right now. But... <laughs> it's fine. Well, we had yeah. a guest that canceled on us. Yeah. Two guests. Two guests. Two guests that canceled. Yeah. Two imaginary guests. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for taking time away from your <laughs> lovely family to come hang with John and I. <laughs> No, it's awesome, man. I'm glad you're here. I think it's going to be a cool uh, way to go forward to have you over there. Sure. I'll be like, hey, wh- uh, what's your name? Google that. And if I bail, yeah. I bail. If you bail, yeah. I know how to push play. If I flake, I flake. Yeah, apparently that's fine <laughs> right. in this show. <laughs> apparently we we're care. setting a precedent here. It's okay to just not come. It's cool. Fuck our time. <laughs> Does, time doesn't even really exist. Yeah. doesn't matter. Did you have things prepared to talk I, about? I had I had some stuff prepared for Jacob. Just oh, because. We'll Oop. No, no, no. We'll know. No, yeah. we're, we'll keep it in because yeah. it, it's legit. We'll have him yeah. on again in the future. Yeah. In, in all fairness, if he makes he it. didn't really bail. He had a legit ex- excuse. Okay. And it was he's he's taken over a nonprofit, which is stuff we were going to talk yeah. about. And he, he overslept. Just, <laughs> yeah, he's taken over a nonprofit. Apparently, he was making a profit, so now he's being audited. So he's busy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's no, a much no. better. He's, yeah, no, that's a legit. much better excuse. <laughs> no, he's legit. He's, yeah, no, he's but, a busy guy. He's yeah, doing he's a lot busy. of stuff. Yeah, so we'll not talk that, to him next. Yeah. If, not if that manager, Jacob. But no, like I, we have we go back. We have history. I was gonna. Oh, talk yeah. I was gonna talk about a few things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's funny. Well, you know, we don't really prepare a lot here. Mm-hmm. We do have a couple segments that we do sometimes. Um, One of them is. Um, Odd Hills to Die On. This is the Oddville Review. It's only right that we talk about some odd shit. Um, I'm an oddly principled man myself. Like I commit heavily to a lot of things that doesn't make sense to anybody but me. But we do it. So I respect people that do that too. Um, And sometimes I just talk about myself. But I actually brought... I, I was sitting this morning before work trying to think about what we're going to talk about today okay like, i need to find something odd sure um i remembered this story from way back about this like crazy astronaut in a diaper so i typed in crazy ast and lisa nowak like her picture and whole biography pops up the first thing before i even type in the whole crazy astronaut <laughs> just put diaper yeah <laughs> diaper astronaut yeah so they a- all have diapers right aka the astronaut <laughs> uh, so a- oh, lisa nowak aka the astronaut which i think they also kind of missed the mark with uh nowak no wacko oh like it's just come on okay Too maybe easy. maybe they Stepped over it. They yeah, saw the low hanging fruit. They're like, Sorry. Oh, we're pros. Sorry. I just feel like they could have riffed a little bit. 100%. Give me some more. <laughs> Anyways, um, Lisa drove 900 miles from Texas to Florida to uh, 
And there was a diaper involved. Like, allegedly, she was wearing a diaper. I remember this story. Oh, 100% I remember this story. I love this story. Her lawyer claims that she wasn't wearing the diapers. Like, they were in there from, like, way back when her kids were toddlers. Whatever. Okay. But, like, that's efficient, though. You're driving 900 miles. Like, her... So, basically, what happened? Like, she's married for, like, 19 years with three kids. Yeah. Has an affair with another astronaut. Leaves. God, these astronauts, right. dude. Putting the Busting ass astronauts. astronauts, dude. Busting oh, astronauts. D- yes. <laughs> two, two zingers. hey yo. God damn it. Uh, anyways. Anyways. So, yeah. After 19 years and three kids... She leaves his. She leaves her wife for another astronaut, and turns out that other astronaut is dating someone else. Exclusively, Wait, she, she was married to a woman. No, she was married to a man. Oh, did I? Misspeak? She left her wife. She Sorry. left her husband. She left her husband. Words. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You get it. Um. So after, so she leaves her husband. Okay. For another astronaut. And this other astronaut is actually dating a third separate astronaut. And is like, I don't want any parts of this. So she break, he, dude breaks it off with, his name is William. William breaks it off with Lisa. Okay. Because he's dating. This is like that Monster Magnet song. Yeah. So he t- basically tells her, I'm in a committed relationship with somebody else and I don't want to be with you. Well, fuck you. I just left my marriage for this. I thought we were going to be together in space forever. (laughs) Okay. So uh, she takes his spare key, goes into his apartment, and, like, checks emails and shit to see what's going on. God damn. This is what she found. Um, We'll have to control myself. I can't even read my own writing. (laughs) Jesus. We'll edit it out have to control myself can't wait to see you first urge will be to rip your clothes off throw you on the ground and love the hell out of you oh damn okay so this is kind of what sparks her to drive to orlando from texas wearing a diaper allegedly because so the the diaper right was for calculations yeah okay all right yeah you can't you can't be stopping like she's got a like she's trying to catch a plane that's there right like the she did the math to, for the alibi. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Have you heard this story, Ben? No. Dude, this is a great fucking thing. And so she meets her at the she meets her at the airport. Like she's waiting for the other woman at the airport, and she's wearing like a fucking trench coat and wig. Yeah. In disguise, and like <laughs> she actually rides, she actually rides the uh, shuttle bus with her to the parking lot. Like she's in disguise with the girl that she's coming to accost. Like like just a straight up like khaki trench coat, fedora with sunglasses. Like which could look more obvious. Yeah, and that's what they said, which made her stand out even more. (laughs) Like a cartoon. You open it up, it's just three owls with a suitcase fly away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, little rascals trying to get into a movie. (laughs) Like they're stacked on top of each other. We'd like one ticket for a movie, please. (laughs) We're, a, we're I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, we're an adult. Well, I'm an, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to the actual article. 
I can't read my own handwriting. Well, she stabbed that person, right? She tr- she was planning on it. Oh, she didn't kill him. It, no, she didn't kill him. Okay. Um, she she was stopped because like she was, she gave herself away in the trench yeah. coat and wig. Right. Like she recognized her. <laughs> How'd you get me? Yeah. Right. So like she <laughs> yeah. follows her to her car. Weren't for those damn kids and that dog. Yeah. Right. No, the fucking mystery <laughs> machine. <laughs> damn. All right. That's crazy, man. I remember this story. Because I remember people doing math. Like, I remember being trying to do the math with my friends. Like, because she drove, what was it, 900 miles? Yep. And with the diaper, there was no stop. So you could, they, it was like the perfect alibi. Like, well, I couldn't have possibly driven there and back. Yeah. Right. And, and killed this person in, in this time. Yeah. But she could. She could. And she did. And she did. Damn. Uh, listen to what she was. Uh, Astronauts are crazy, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you go, you kind of go through some shit. You went to space, like you go up there, you see the universe, and then you just come back, and it's like, that's oh, here true. We that are. rocks your world. Like, what is the meaning? Yeah. Live Live a little differently after. Why that. are we even here? Yeah. Fucking, we're gonna send Bezos up there. What do you think he's right. gonna be like when he comes back? Dude? Oh man, he's Maybe. gonna come back and be like, I was right. None of you matter. <laughs> <laughs> None of you matter. Yeah, at I was all. right after all. <laughs> yeah. Well, shorter breaks. <laughs> they found hundreds of dollars in cash, printouts of personal emails between the two, pepper spray, a knife, oh. rubber tubing, gloves, Jesus, a BB gun, a mallet, and a computer disc that <laughs> oh. held images of bondage scenes in Noack's belongings. I get almost all of that but the BB gun. <laughs> I don't get the BB gun. It's like maybe it's just like a torture thing. Maybe she oh, was yeah. just going to like... She's into it. Yeah. It's a sex thing. She's going to tie her up and just shoot her with BBs in the stomach. Bad for you. But it's actually like... Today is actually the nicest day we've I know. ever had to record. With. I know. It's so yeah. funny. It's been so hot up here. It's been ungodly hot The window open with a nice blackout curtain covering it. Yeah, but at that, the airflow's all right. Good. John just gets nervous when he talks about astronauts. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this Specifically one. astronauts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only astronauts. Yeah. Like, oh, I was hoping they wouldn't bring up astronauts. <sighs> Shit. Not about ex-girlfriend therapy sessions. Right. But... <laughs> no, that's fine. Like, so, my, I'm just steady. I'm steady what, through uh, ex-girlfriend, but astronauts. What do you think is the hill that she died on? Was it the unrequited love? Was it the fact that she was, like, she lost in the thing? Like, going out like that. Going down hard. Going down hard. Like, yeah. I'm going out swinging. Hell like yeah. Like I said, like the I typed in crazy AST and her picture popped that up. That is so funny. Like, she is forever known <laughs> as the astronaut. Like, you astronaut. did, astronauts are so smart. Like, she's so accomplished. You have to do so much to get through there to be. She actually went into space. She was on the Challenger. And Oh, that's right. That's why I remember that. Oh, my God. God, we were kids when that happened. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. And now, she's just a fucking Dude, crazy lady. Shitting in her diaper driving. Yeah. I am going to murder that woman. Even oh. though she denied the diapers. She had to have she, the diapers. Yeah. Why wouldn't you have... That's a, such a smart thing to do. Right. Yeah. It plays. It try, it's on brand. Right. The woman's an engineer. She <laughs> she's an this engineer. Right. Yeah, be like, well, I have to take into account bathroom breaks. Yeah. I'm going to drink three cups of coffee. It's going to challenge me. Yeah. Challenge. And you know what? Diapers, dude. Yeah, thank you. Diapers are the way to go. Diapers, man. I They just make life easier. I haven't peed in a diaper in a long time. I haven't taken a bathroom break this whole time. Just saying. 
<laughs> I know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your commitment for this 40 minute fucking. Yeah. But I, I haven't. Uh... Oh, so I'm going to take a bathroom break at some point. Well, we'll, we, no. we'll be done here pretty quick, but I, uh, I probably haven't, uh, uh, evacuated into a diaper in 35 years. Lucky mistake. Yeah. Dude, we should do a podcast in diapers and just see how long we can this go. This truly yeah. is odd. Well, we could do it for charity. It'd be a marathon podcast. Okay. We'll do it in diapers. Oh, yeah. We're raising money. Let's get the world record length podcast. All in diapers. What do you think the world... Guinness book. We got to find it. What's the longest... Well, you're the guy in the chair. Can't be that long. Jamie, look it up. I'll look it up. You guys keep... The longest podcast has got to be... What what is your guess right now? All right. Nine hours. Nine hours? Yeah. Okay. I was going to go lower than that. I bet it's at least 24. You think somebody's gone for a day recording? Let's find out. I'm going to say 17, just right in the... Somewhere oh, you're you guys are going to shit yeah. your pants now. 36 hours. Holy shit, that's the longest hours? podcast? Uh, yep. Who did it? Uh, why did, oh, Mike Russell. Mike Russell? We got to beat Mike Russell's... Yeah, we podcast. Do. We're gonna beat the brakes off of that son of a bitch, dude. <laughs> in fucking diapers. Well, I bet he didn't do it in diapers. I bet he they took bathroom breaks. We're doing it in diapers. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new world record then. We get oh. Guinness involved? You know, maybe he's right. We don't need to do it in diapers. I mean we should do it you. we'll do it in diapers, but we'll edit around it so it looks like we did it without taking bathroom breaks. Okay. And okay. we'll edit this part of the Yeah, this I was going to say, we'll out. edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, <laughs> so they don't 36 the hours? 36 no hours. sleeping or anything. Dude, I don't think I could do that. No. That's tough. There's, there's no way. You don't think you could do it for 36 hours? Uh, I bet we I could. Would, I would fall asleep. I almost fell asleep 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, we just do Why it. are we giving him a mic? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> we'll just do a marathon. Like, you're bored by us. <laughs> like we'll do a marathon of guests. Like we'll just have people come in for like an hour. Or Wait two. in line. And yeah, and we're just sitting here. That's a great. What do we get? We got to do it for a fundraiser though. Yeah, we got to raise yeah. money for it. Yeah, because wow. that's the only way that we can die on that. Yeah, we hill. need to yes. eat. Yep. Yo, we could... can eat on the podcast. I mean, we need to raise money so that we can. Oh yeah. no! For, oh, for us, you mean? Yeah. I was thinking like a fundraiser, but all right, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. We need to make the, a lot of money for us. The Starving Artist Foundation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow! Please call in and pledge money. Thirty-six yeah. hours. Wow! Gosh, that's a long. That's a fucking long. That time, is so dude. long. He must have started at like eight in the morning, went to the next. You know, it must have been like that, right? Yeah. Or how would you do that? I mean, he would. He went for thirty-six hours. I know, but what makes the most sense of, like, when would be the best time to start that? Good question. Midnight? Like, you wake up, or, like, wake you, up super early, like, done two or at three. Noon. It depends on when you when you want to be done. Yeah, right You want to be bed. done and go to sleep? Yeah, exactly, so right be before bed. So you'd have mm-hmm. to, like, time you start it in the morning. If you start we, eight in the morning, you'd be done at eight at night. Yeah. Because we'd have to go to Ben's afterwards. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> After a 36 and a half hour podcast. We don't have no, anything left to talk about. Wonder no. what they talked about on there. We should uh, we should listen to it. Yeah. For 
one day and a half. One we, day, should, yeah. we should do a co- podcast where we just listen to that podcast and then talk about it afterwards. That's hilarious. <laughs> we'll react to we'll react to that podcast. That's it's more so of a reaction video. Yeah. Long, also the longest reaction video ever. Maybe that's what oh. we can go for. That's even easier. <laughs> oh, hell, that's brilliant. Yes. Oh, that's why we brought you on the yes. cast yeah, here. Well, the P-Cast. Every Freaking now and then. Cast. Hell yeah. All right. We're there, baby. <laughs> Perfect. Is it out of place to talk about what talk about what your book is about right now? Um, no. Did I have I told you the story yet? No, like you have, but we haven't really talked about it on too the much podcast. on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's just boring for me to tell people that, you know. Well, cuz I do, do you think you feel that way cuz like I don't know, me personally it's like I can't tell you all of it that I'm right. so excited about. Oh. So it just sounds like dumb. Or like, I don't, not necessarily dumb, but like, like you said, kind of boring. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, they do this and they do that, but like, it's a bigger, it's a bigger universe. Yeah, there's a bigger universe. There's yeah. a bigger concept behind it. Well, the book is Villa Layla, and it's about a guy, and it's kind of like a fictional like love letter to. It's a love letter to my hometown, like where I grew up. I okay. think, and in, in its grandest sense, really, because how I grew up was, I grew right on the Mississippi River, like mm-hmm. on these little islands, and I remember just being a kid, and there was like. Dead Man Island, Bear Island, you know, Lost Island, like all these things of like, I just in my mind, there's always these old mysteries of like, they found this dead body in this one. And there's all these uh, Indian burial mounds on this thing. Yeah. And it was like, there's magic in this river as a kid growing up. And I thought, gosh, there's monsters in the water and there's all this shit. And, and I just wanted to write that world that I imagined as a kid. And so I, I, that's really why I wrote the book is because I want that like somehow to come through to other people maybe. But the story itself is like a retired or not retired, a uh, injured firefighter. He can't, he hasn't been out at work. He screwed his knee up in a fire and there's kind of a small backstory there. It's not really important to the story, but important to who he is and single dad and his father and him never got along. His father like treated him like very cold never showed him a lot of affection at all so he always felt just really unloved his mom died when he was born so he gets a phone call he's in chicago and he gets a phone call saying his dad is on his deathbed he's about to die he need to come home and say goodbye he's in hospice and so he comes back and he's like pleading with his dad please like just give me something i could give my daughter to prove that you are not an asshole and so his dad on his dying bed puts his left hand up over here and then dies so he thinks, well, my dad can't even put his hand on his freaking heart. Like, just <laughs> hurt like that. Yeah. But there's something behind that, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there's stuff behind all this stuff. I love it, but I, I don't give too much. But then he goes home. He's cleaning out his dad's house because he has to clean it all up for the estate and everything. And finds an old fishing pole in his office. And there's moments. And he thinks, he remembers back to a time where there was this fishing hole that he was never allowed to go fishing with his dad at. He always made him stay home. But one time as a kid, he snuck in the back of the truck and followed his dad uh, to this fishing hole in secret so he knew where it was. So finally he's like, fuck you, you know, you're dead. I'm going to this fishing hole. <laughs> Goes to the fishing hole, starts going, and finds these two uh, shoestrings hanging from a branch. So that's weird, you know, shoestrings. What the hell is that? They're grown into, they've been there for a long time. Yeah. And he starts to pull them on and a voice stops him and it's a talking catfish <laughs> in this little fishing hole. Uh, and it's catfish they start arguing about the counting crows or about counting crows naturally yeah 
As catfish do. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. He starts yeah. going back and forth. It's like, I don't like kind of crows. Oh, they sing about love. Like all this back and forth. <laughs> and so he names him Mr. Jones. And so he, and it, as time progresses throughout the book, he learns Mr. Jones was like his dad's best friend. And so he gets to like talking to this guy and starts learning about his dad a little bit. And there's more to it. Like his dad didn't hate him. There was a lot to this, you know? Yeah. And at the same time as when his dad died, this uh, river monster comes back. That has been gone for a long time, since like the 80s, you know? Yeah. And this river monster doesn't kill you, but it kills what you love the most. That's fucked up. So it's like really dark. So yeah. it goes after whatever you care about the most. If you're the target, it goes after. Shit. Like the first victim is this old river rat. He's, you know, a drunken guy, divorced, sad. He found this turtle on a fence post. You know, mm-hmm. people used to put turtles on a fence post. Evil fucking people. Just to let them die on a fence post. Because they can't oh. get out. They're like, they used to call it, uh, I forget, like. Posting something like that. There was a name. There was a name for it. Like yeah, it was, it was bullshit. An, it was it's a terrible time. thing. It was an awful thing. So if like you saw a turtle on the fence post, you're like, oh, we got to get this thing and yeah. put it down, you know. So, but the creature kills it. Gustav the turtle is like his first victim. This guy loves this thing. There's a retired detective, Dino Perez. He he was on the case back in the '80s, and he starts hearing it on this uh, chatter on his in his garage, and he comes back into the case because he knows what it is. Yeah. He thinks the monster's back, and so. Everything kind of goes crazy, and I don't want to give the whole story away, but if, in case anybody reads it, but it's yeah. great. They end up, there's confusion, like, they end up hunting Theo, the main character Theo, mm-hmm. they think he's a monster, like, there's a bunch of stuff, but it, it all comes, there's back, I don't know, there's a lot to it. Yeah. But it's basically just a, like a love story to my hometown. And I went on way too long on that, I'm sorry, but no. I, I get really into it talking <laughs> I, about I, I it. It's a great that. story. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you fucking lit up. Like, I yeah, I know. It. I love like, I love it so much. It's so much fun writing it. And it's in the same world as Limbo. My first yeah. book was Limbo. It's the same world as that. So, like, universe. Yeah. So, like, there's, a, like, a the fox in Limbo was the devil, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a scene in the book where, like, he drives by and sees a fox, like, crossing the road. Oh, a whole little the, You know, yeah, oh, shit like that. Little that's tiny amazing, things, yeah. dude. Like, I can't wait to... Yeah. I can't wait so, to But we it. were talking, we should have it in the same universe as our yeah. shit, dude. Once you finish, we should have the same, like, brands of things and stuff like that. Hell Yeah. Red Apple cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah. No, they could fit. Because, like, mine's... Like, I've... You at least have one book out. But, like... Yeah. Pete and Gwendolyn grew up, like, has... Is kind of, like, the foundation for, like, maybe, like, three or four other characters. Yes. So, it's like a whole... It'll be a whole universe of different... See, I love that kind of shit. writing. I love that yeah. stuff, you know? And the first books that really did that, I thought, were Jurassic Park, where the sequel wasn't about the heroes in the yeah. thing. Well, I mean, Ian There's... Malcolm was in it, Jeff Goldblum's character in the movie, but the sequel of the book was about Jeff Goldblum, like Ian Malcolm's character. Yeah. Like, they just take different characters and write stories around it. Yeah, you kind of just... You kind of see the mm-hmm. same... Well, the story keeps progressing, but you kind of see what you saw before from a different angle yes, as it goes on. Yes, yes. And they I just get like stuff. a 360 perspective of everything and you really kind of get to understand why characters do the things that they do. Yeah. Yeah, you you fall in love with them. Yeah. And so... You're rooting for these is assholes. It, is it shitty of me to ask how far do you think you have left to go? Um, no, it's It's, it's hard. To, it's hard to gauge yeah. that. Yeah. Um, clichely and surfacely, I like to say I'm almost half... I'm just... Yeah. About halfway there. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to say that. Yeah. Because then you go back and you change. Like, my thing is like, I fucking deleted. Yeah. Like, you just go back. And it gets bigger. Like, 
every little idea makes the whole universe a little bit bigger and bigger, yeah. which makes it just a little bit further away from completing <laughs> Isn't it. that funny how yeah. it works? You get further in the story and you get further right. away from like, the end. Shit, I'm in too deep now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no turning back. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, a lot easier. It's very easy to be like, I have this great idea. And then you're like, fuck, I'm only in chapter three? Right. Oh, maybe I should just slow down. But I can't <laughs> slow down. Like, I'm not just going to... Ideas are gifts. What are you What are you happy with in a writing session? What are you happy with? How many words if you walk away? Do you even count words? Do you care, or if you? I do. Like I do count words, but like I'm. I think I'm at the point now where I don't. It doesn't validate my session. More yeah, right. I'm yeah. more so like. Find a direction or something. Direction yeah. and just like actually like sitting down and like doing it. Like, yeah. I'm more. I've. I accept a. I accept a shitty session. I accept a great one. Yeah, like, okay. I'm just happy, like, staying so busy with everything else. Like, I'm just happy when I get down and, yeah. like, I put something in. Like, you get fired up when you're afterwards. I yeah. love that feeling, man. It really is a great, great feeling to, like, whew, all right. Yeah. It's like, I did that. Yeah, accomplished like, something. Yeah. I did what I said. I did what I set out to be. Yeah. Because the way it's formatted. It's about up to like chapter 22 is probably like readable for other people now. Okay. I'd say, but like other than that, it's outlined completely through. So oh, like, you outlined it. Yeah. Okay. And that, it took me a long time to figure out to each character to do that going and... or like just like the basic outline of the story. So how strict are you going to be to the outline? If something changes, if a character. Yeah. Then you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not, it'd be hard. It is. Yeah. Cause I, there's, I do a lot of deleting that way because yeah. I'll get stuck on a tangent and like, or just something funny. You just, seem like you would be like, you and your weird hills to die on. You would be stuck on a tangent. Like, no, I have to make my point. Yeah. I have to make my case. <laughs> so this all has, I mean, your character came out like, yeah, a central character came out of one thing you said. That's so funny. And yeah, Ben, you weren't here last time. It's a bad thing. It's on the last episode. Yeah. I don't want my mom to hear it twice. I'll tell you off camera. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. It's, John it, and I used to work together at Sir Ben's. Oh, man. It was hilarious, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> but yeah, because of what he said, like, I just wanted to put that in there. And that Creative. created a whole character with his own arc. And, like, yeah. this is very, actually very central to the, the progression of the story. And it's funny where characters come from. Yeah. There was a guy that used to come into Sir Ben's and he was like a just terrible anti-Semite angry guy, crazy person. And he used to uh, like, he's not allowed in there anymore. Uh, obviously. Cause yeah. he would say like yeah. really racist shit to people. Yeah. And uh, he would talk about how he used to go in the tunnels underneath Duluth and hunt reptilian lizard people. <laughs> like Alex Jones. Uh, Yes, like he would go down there and fucking hunt him. He was an old Navy guy, ex-Navy guy, go hunt lizard people. And I thought, that's a great well, thank character. You, thank yeah. you for your service. <laughs> minus, right. I've never seen a lizard person, yeah. so you must be doing your He's job. He's doing a great job. Yeah. But like minus the virulent, virulent anti-Semitism, that's a great yeah. character. Yeah. And so I started writing this character, but I also, he was a villain in my mind because that guy's a villain in my life mm -hmm. because he's just an awful, I had to kick him out so many times. And, uh, so I start writing this character based off of this guy who is, you know, ex-Navy man. He's got a bright pink crossbow because that's the only one they had at the pawn shop, <laughs> you know. And he, he's locked and loaded. He's all this stuff. And he's hunting reptile people because he saw the river monster as a kid. Mm -hmm. And he thinks it's a reptilian. And Alpha Draconis, they're, the reptiles are here. 
But then he ended up throughout the story kind of becoming endearing. And you're like, all right, you kind of actually like this guy. Yeah. And you want to see him go a little bit further rather than his first purpose was to just to be the asshole yeah. to get shit on, you know? Yeah. But once you see their backstory, like the DUIs, he has to ride a bike. And you're like, I kind of feel bad for this guy. Right. Like, he it's needs like, a win. Yeah. You know? It's like you've been dealt a couple bad hands. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, okay, I can maybe. Yeah. He needs a hero. Yeah, home. right. The yeah. hero's journey. Dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he needs some redemption. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. I don't think there's enough characters out there that like allow you to do that. Like, there's a lot of people that need redemption out there that don't have anybody to look up to. We every we all need redemption. Yeah, you know we need like that's why everybody relates to it for yeah. sure. Yeah. You need you need a good antihero. You need your all like, you need your always sunnies. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, but those guys, you know that they walk a line. Yeah, they went they went Breaking Bad. Yeah, they went Breaking Bad through that whole thing where they become worse and worse and worse and yeah. worse. Like I, Breaking Bad is such a great example of a character development that is not an antihero. You know, yeah, it's like no, I'm just no, I'm getting is, worse and worse. Yeah, and right. Worse. <laughs> oh, There's evil it. in my heart now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The taste for power. Yeah. Did no. you watch that show? Mm-hmm. I I love that show. Yeah. Breaking I, Bad was so good. I only watched the first couple episodes. Oh God! Oh, John is. It, I lo- is it I did love it. It just wasn't a good time for a show. For sure. I got and you. then I got you. Then it got too cool. It's it's worth watching, dude. Especially as a writer Definitely. that wants to think about character development, yeah. everything. The whole journey, it's and it's plotted that way. Like it's planned out. There is no jump in the shark. Yeah. It's amazing, man. Really worth watching, dude. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it'll suck your life up for a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for a little bit of that though. You need it, man. Yeah. I'm looking for a good show to watch too. You know, my daughter's getting really into Marvel, and so I've been trying to watch Marvel stuff with her and Loki and all this stuff. And it feels like to me, and I really got into Marvel. I, I really like the characters and everything. It just feels like, all right, they're really squeezing this cash cow. Mm-hmm. They're really, and that's a that's the Disney way. Yeah, Loki's got me. Loki's good. It's good. good. Don't get me wrong, but none of these are really necessary. Like, the whole 10-year thing from Iron Man to Endgame, or even the Spider-Man, was a fantastic story. End it. Boom. Right? But we got the the Disney Plus now. But they are good, and they are good. And they suck in, and they are really well done. WandaVision. WandaVision was great. One of my favorites. Uh, Captain... Uh, America and the Winter Falcon was good. They're all really you good. It, you said it perfectly. I I, I, I don't think America I got that. And the Winter Falcon. I don't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> something Winter Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I couldn't like think of it. I was like, uh, you know, help me out. This was me saying, help me, extend me an olive branch. Yeah. My daughter, if she she would kill me if she yeah, ever said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen thirty percent of the universe, so like it went over my head. Yeah, I was like, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite, it, Captain it, Spidey. But they are good. They are really good. But it do, you can feel that corporate greed come through them. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't tell that they're there to make money. Yeah. Which they are. Whatever. I mean, man. that's whatever. We're all doing that. I'll to watch an it. Extent. Yeah. We. I took Lucy to Black Widow in theaters. It was great. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Hell yeah. We should you, watch this stuff. Do you ever find yourself um, jumping the shark in your writing? Like, before it's in the process of it. Like, you have a big idea, and, like, do you ever find yourself just, like, wanting to get there? No. I actually am the opposite. Yeah? Because I, I think about this often. Because, like, the big ending to the book, so the big twists, I always put off writing because 
I have this weird fear that it's, once I write it, it's not going to be as good as it's in my head. Yeah. You know, okay. like, uh, I don't want to screw it up. So, and that I'm like that in a lot of things. Whereas like, it's, it, it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to screw it up. Yeah. Once it leads to, once it goes me. through yeah. the f- filter of me as who I am, yeah. I screw it up. Like the universe is a good idea. I yeah. screwed it up. So I, f- I feel that way about like the whole concept of this book. It's like, oh. maybe I should write like a couple before I try this. Oh God. Like, you know what? But, big, but I think that's, th- I think that's fair for every writer. You know, I, the, I talked to my buddy, Sam, who is in Boulder, um, he got on New York Times bestseller list. He was a fantastic writer. And even he has that weird imposter syndrome. It's like, yeah. there's whatever book you write first, you're going for it. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. I wish Limbo, I wish I hadn't written Limbo yet because I, I could write it today and it'd be way better. Yeah. That's, That's the same with everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's part of the progression, I just guess. Get like, it out. Yeah. I Prolific. Can't. Yeah. Stephen King it. Just shit it out and make it, you know, whatever. Yeah. How many books does Stephen King have? A few, a few. That's our, our guy on the laptop just yeah. said a few. Thanks for the. He's quick. For, <laughs> he's quick. Look I'm out. just kidding, man. Look out! Young you don't Jamie. have to look it out. Look it up. It. I bet he's written. I bet he's written a hundred novels. He he says he says. Have you ever read on writing his memoir? No. I'm gonna give it to you before you leave. It's yeah, fucking great, man. As a writer, it's awesome. What do you? 62 novels. Okay. 200 short stories. Wow. Jeez. Wow. How old is he? He's got to be 80. 73. 73. 73. Okay. 73. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. That is amazing. But he says yeah. in his book on on writing, it takes a season it should take a season to write a novel. A season. Spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winter. Okay, Stephen King. <laughs> okay, dude. A season. But you know I'm what? I'm trying not to hate myself. But and, <laughs> and you know Stephen what? Stephen King is like, oh yeah, yeah. How three years, three months? It should take two weeks to write a good novel. The, right. the, the thing about Stephen King, though, is I don't think he writes some characters well. Like, I don't think he really goes. He's really great at story and create. I love Stephen King. I'm a huge yeah. fan of him. But you can see what he's like. I could fucking critique Stephen. What am I doing critiquing <laughs> Stephen King? <laughs> Actually, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I just I feel like yeah. some character doesn't write that well, and some dialogue gets a little boxy. And well, I, his style is more about the story's progression, exactly. Than like the characters. Like, exactly, he's got like a th- yeah, characters, I guess, don't matter as much, secondary, maybe. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, story. I'm and an tone idiot. With that guy. <laughs> like, I could ever compare to that guy, but I don't know. God, that's nuts, though. That's so much. It's so many. Well, the story about Carrie. Do you know the story about Carrie? His first, I but, think it was his first novel. Well, I know the story of Carrie. But his his story yeah. of writing it was no. phenomenal, and it's in this in this book. And um, he wrote Carrie, and he had this nail in his wall of rejection slips from publishers, mm-hmm. and he threw he took Carrie and threw it away, threw it away. He's like, this is nothing. It's no good. It's crazy. His wife dug it out of the garbage and kept kept it going, and then it got and then it sold for like three hundred thousand dollars movie rights or something out of nowhere. Yeah. And he was like an English teacher or something. And I could be very wrong here. It's in the book. You should fact check me on this. But it's something like that. And it was just like, here you go. Yeah. And then that movie ended up being one of the 
you know, cl- the most cliche horror movies ever written. It's oh, like yeah. copied, you know. Oh yeah, the the blood se- yeah, the blood scene. Yeah. Like anytime you're a nerd in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, your pig's yeah. blood on me. <laughs> No, I'll definitely give you that book before we leave. You got to read it. Thank you. You'll love it. it. I've read it twice. I, it, it really motivates me to go. That's cool. No. Well, shall we? I think that's that. Is that is that it? Yeah. Right. I mean, how long have we gone? A, a little over an hour. Oh, I was just gonna ask when the intro was over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now we're gonna yeah. yeah. You yeah. Warmed up. Anyways, we'll be at the Bolarama next time. We got about thirty-four and a half hours left to do. Before <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, we're going to start now. Yeah. I didn't bring yeah. my diaper. <laughs> well, we got new mugs for the show. So cheers. Cheers. Well, if you guys were hoarding all the beer over there, I could cheers. With what? You need one? Wow. Well, we're about to shut it off anyways. This needs to be a left-handed mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, the, <laughs> all the dancing folks, the dancing <laughs> town so folks. Stupid. Got these as savers along with the roadhog pig picture. I love it. I was trying to hold my artwork for when I was doing <laughs> Ben's Ooh. cup just says email. <laughs> Got a couple at symbols. <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay, right I'm computer guy. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for tuning in. If anybody is, this is going to be yeah. out in a couple weeks. Yep. Yeah. Hope you tune in next week despite of today. <laughs> <laughs> cool. It's a wrap. Yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. <laughs>